You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Dodger Stadium, the Marlins and the Los Angeles Dodgers tangled up in game two of their three-game weekend series. Brian Hoeing made his Major League Baseball debut for the Miami Marlins. He went opposite of Dustin May, who was making his 2022 debut for the Los Angeles Dodgers. With the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Well, the best team in baseball did tonight what it's been doing all season long. They hit a couple of home runs. They scored a bunch of runs. They pitched brilliantly, played flawless defense, and the Dodgers blanked the Marlins 7-0 in Game 2 of this three-game get-together at Dodger Stadium. L.A. a 2-1 win in the Friday night series opener. Dodgers with a chance at a sweep, but they'll have to face Sandy Alcantara to get that on Sunday afternoon. Today was Dustin May returning from Tommy John surgery, pitching in the big leagues for the first time since May 1st of last year for the Dodgers. He was matched up with right-hander Brian Hoeing, making his major league debut for Miami today. The Marlins had to put Braxton Garrett, the scheduled starter, on the injured list with a right oblique strain this afternoon. So Hoeing, who had begun the year pitching brilliantly in four starts at Pensacola, got a promotion to AAA Jacksonville where he had some ups and downs and had really struggled since the beginning of July. Hoeing, the 25-year-old, Got the start here tonight, and the Marlins had a chance to stake him to some early runs, but in inning number one against May, Joey Wendell leadoff single, stole second. John Birdie and Jesus Aguilar struck out with two outs. Back-to-back four-pitch walks issued by May. First J.J. Bleday, then Brian Anderson. So the Marlins had him loaded with two outs, but Nick Fortes struck out, and May was out of the inning, and Little do we know that was the only threat the Marlins would mount all night after that Forte, or beginning with the Fortez strikeout. 25 of the final 27 Marlins to the plate were retired tonight by Dodgers pitching. So the Marlins couldn't cash in with the bases loaded in the top of the first. The Dodgers would cash in on their first opportunity against Hoeing in the bottom of the inning. Hoeing got the leadoff man Mookie Betts to ground out 4-3, to three, so he retired the former American League MVP, first battery faces in the big leagues, but then things began to unravel for Brian Hoeing, an infield hit by Trey Turner, a slow roller up along the third baseline that Joey Wendell just had to let go. He wasn't going to have a play on the speech of Turner and wound up hitting the third base bag, just barely staying fair. Then Freddie Freeman singled to right field, so with two on and one out in the first, Will Smith was the batter for the Dodgers. 1-0 pitch is hammered. Smith Deep left field, and Carnacion's at the wall, and it's out of here, up over the Dodgers' bullpen. A three-run homer, and four batters in. Brian Hoeing finds himself on the wrong end of a 3-0 score. Now, he bounced back to retire Justin Turner and Max Muncy out of the first inning. He then, with one out in the second, walked Cody Bellinger, but he got Austin Barnes in a double play, so he got through the second okay. He was through two on 32 pitches, 21 strikes, but it all came unglued in the third. Back-to-back hits by Betts and Turner got things started, and with Mookie at second and Trey at first, the batter was Freddie Freeman. 2-2, Freeman ground ball through the left side. That's a hit. They're going to wave Betts around third, and Carnacion a strong arm, throw Holmes way offline. He overshot the cutoff man. Betts scores down to second. Turner. On an RBI single by Freddie Freeman, make it 4-0 Los Angeles. 
Well, then up stepped Will Smith, who hit the three-run home run in the first inning. This time around, he took a called third strike against Hoeing. So that was out number one in the inning, but with two men aboard, up stepped Justin Turner. Two on, one out. And here he drives one a long way to left. Way back. Out of here. A second three-run home run for the Dodgers. This is Turner's ninth of the season, and it's 7-0 L.A. in the third. Turner had been four for his last 27, but he uncorks his ninth long ball. RBI is 59-60 and 61. That would be it in terms of offense for the Dodgers. There'd be no run scored in this game after that four-run third inning. Dodgers are up 7-0. 7 nothing. is how this one would end. Eventually, after allowing another hit, Hoeing would get out of the third inning, but that would be his final inning tonight. In his big league debut, Hoeing works three innings, gives up seven runs on eight hits. He walked one, struck out two, served a pair of three-run home runs. Will Smith in the first inning, Justin Turner in the third. Hoeing was done after 73 pitches and 48 strikes tonight. Marlins went to the bullpen as Dustin May cruised along for the Dodgers. Set down the side in order in the second, in the third, in the fourth, and again in the fifth. When he was done after five, he had retired 13 straight after three of the first five reached against him in the top of the first. So in his return from Tommy John surgery, Dustin May gave the Dodgers a lot to like tonight. Five innings of one-hit shutout ball. The only hit was the first batter of the game, Joy Wendell. May walked two, both in the first inning, and struck out nine, at least one in each of the five innings he pitched. He had three Ks in the first, one in the second, one in the third, three in the fourth, and one in the fifth. He struck out Yerar Encarnacion, the last battery faced, ending that fifth inning. Dodgers' bullpen took it from there. Caleb Ferguson an inning, Chris Martin an inning, Phil Bickford the final two. On the other side, Tommy Nance pitched two perfect for the Marlins in the fourth and fifth. Andrew Nardi escaped a bases-loaded mess in the sixth inning. Dodgers had him loaded with one out. But Mookie Betts popped a shortstop, and Trey Turner hit into a fielder's choice. So a gutsy piece of pitching by Nardi, the L.A. area native, making just his second major league appearance. He escaped that sixth inning. In the seventh, the first three Dodgers reached against Cole Sulser, Hans Alberto, who had come into the game replacing Freddie Freeman when Freeman got part of the night off with a single. Will Smith walked. Justin Turner then a single. The Dodgers had the bases loaded. Nobody out against Solcer in the seventh, trying to run away in this one, up 7 nothing at that point. But Solcer came back. He struck out Muncie. He struck out Trace Thompson. And with the bases loaded and two down, he faced Cody Bellinger. Pitch to Bellinger. is hit well. Right center. Way back. Burdick at the wall. Leaps. And Peyton Burdick made the catch to end the inning. Wow. What a play by Burdick at the top of the fence in right center. And the Dodgers had him loaded with nobody out. They don't score in the inning. It would not have been a home run. It would not have been a home run. It would have probably hit about six inches from the top of the wall had Burdick's glove not been there. But nonetheless, he saved three runs. A great defensive play by Burdick, who didn't start tonight. Peyton Burdick came on defensively when Brian Anderson got the final three innings off tonight. And that's the way this one would end, 7-0, the... Marlins couldn't get anything going against Dodgers pitching here tonight. May, Ferguson, Martin, and Bickford combined on a three-hit shutout. Two walks, both in the first inning. A total of 15 strikeouts tonight for Dodgers pitching. 15 of the 27 outs came by way of the K. And the Dodgers with those two big three-run home runs and seven runs in the first three innings shut Miami out tonight. The final score, Los Angeles 7, and the Marlins nothing. 
For the Dodgers, seven runs, 12 hits, no errors, seven left. For the Marlins, no runs, three hits, no errors. They left five, went over fourth men in scoring position. Three singles, one by Joey Wendell in the first, two by John Birdie, one in the sixth inning, one in the ninth inning. That's it in terms of hits for the Marlins tonight. As Dustin May is your winner, 1-0. The losing pitcher, Brian Hoeing, he's 0-1. No save in this one. Time of the game was 2 hours, 39 minutes. So the Dodgers now 38-8 and in their last 46 games. Beginning June 29th, they record their 11th shutout victory of the season in improving their record to 83-36. and The Dodgers are a season best now, 47 games over 500. For the first time this season, they began the night as season best 18 games up on the second-place Padres in the National League West Division. Padres are having a tough time this weekend at home against the Nationals. They lost the first two games of that four-game series, but tonight they pull out a 2-1 to win, so the Padres maintain, or they stay within 18 games. Dodgers' lead stays at 18 in the NL West. LA is now 42-15, and best in baseball in their home ballpark. As for the Marlins, well, they've lost 16 of the last 21, now 13-28 and 28 over the last 41 games beginning July 6th. Miami falls to 52-68, and 68, a season-high 16 games under 500. Marlins have lost their last three in a row to fall to 27-35, and 35, now eight under on the road. And the Marlins shut out tonight for the 13th time this year. Only Detroit and Kansas City have been blanked more often. The Marlins have been held to one or no runs 27 times now. Two runs or fewer 44 times. Three runs or fewer in 72 of their 120 games. Only the Tigers have been held to three runs or fewer more often than the Marlins. And if you want to take that number up to four, the Marlins now have gone 21 straight games scoring four runs or fewer. That is tied for the 16th longest streak in modern Major League history. The last team to be held to... Four runs or fewer in 21 straight games. The 1992 Baltimore Orioles, the last to do it in 22 straight, as the Marlins will look to avoid tomorrow, the 1971 Philadelphia Phillies. That's what the Marlins are looking to avoid by scoring more than four runs in the final game of this series tomorrow when Sandy's going to pitch against the right-handed rookie Ryan Pepio for the Dodgers. The Marlins and Auto Nation, again, working together this year to strike out cancer in our communities Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout in 2022, $25 be donated to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative to support cancer research. Tonight, 9Ks, that's another $225 for the season, 1,044 strikeouts for the Miami staff, meaning $26,100 from the Marlins to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. Rough night for the Marlins on the mound and at the plate. They get blanked by the Dodgers 7-0. Let's hear what the skipper Don Mattingly had to say afterwards. Donnie, just you know, starting with Brian, obviously a, a monumental task to have to make your debut against a team like that. Just how much more than anything do you want him to really use this as a learning opportunity? You know, see what it's like to face big league hitters and have to make adjustments. Yeah, for sure. I think he has to be able to use it to move forward, um, see what works, what doesn't. Um, yeah, so I think it's it's one of those that you know, like this league is the best teacher you have. Right, that teaches you what you need to be able to do. Uh, if you can't do it, it teaches you that. But I mean, it's the first down. You know? mm-hmm. It's like, and just I mean, you know, he's doing everything he can, but just you know, some of the offensive challenges you guys have faced in particular over the past couple of weeks. Just you know, how difficult do 
deficits even early in the game just kind of feel to overcome right now? Yeah, I think getting down early is tough. Uh, you know, for us, we're not, we don't feel like we're going to go out and score a ton of runs. And obviously, it gets that cold over there, you're not going to get a scope, you know, just not going to let you just go beat them up. They're going to have to get plenty of weapons out of the bullpen, things like that. Um, so, getting behind is not good for us. Obviously, we haven't had to do, kind of haven't really been in that position, uh, that kind of game. Um, so, yeah, it's tough when we get behind. And then that top of the first, you know, you do have bases loaded. I know two outs, but but it's, did it feel like you know not capitalizing there? If if you didn't get to to May early, it was going to be tough if he settled in. No, not so much that. Um, you know, when you when you give yourself chances like that, you don't know that those aren't going to keep coming, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so I think that's encouraging. First, looks like we were patient a little bit, and obviously he was out of the zone. Um, so you know, just not getting one is like. You know there was a chance there. Uh, it came with two outs. It didn't come with like bases loaded, nobody out or anything like that. Uh, so you do have a couple of chances to score, um, but you know you, you don't really don't look at that as like that's the end of the road. Fifteen strikeouts overall though by the offense. Just what did you see from their, the approach to the play tonight? Obviously the first thing you had base load after that. What did you see? No, I guess they're playing. I mean. Our guys are trying, and it's you know we got different guys in the lineup, things like that. So yeah, it's gonna be what it is today. With Dustin May, I mean, you've seen in the past. I guess sometimes it can take guys a bit when they come back for Tommy John surgery. How did he look to you? Seemed good. His stuff seemed good, right? Obviously, he's you know touching close to. I don't know if he hit 100, but he got seen a couple 99s up there. Uh, slider looked like it was good, but again, a little bit. A uh, little scattered in the first, probably a little bit of nerves. Uh, just getting comfortable getting back out there, but obviously it was good after that. These guys playing hard even late into the game. I mean, the catch by Burdick in a ballpark that he doesn't have a ton of experience with. Uh, you feel like that catch by Peyton almost rivaled the one last night by uh, Thompson? Well, not quite, but uh, <laughs> it's good drama, though. <laughs> I learned it from Kyle. <laughs> just uh, take out some of the guys earlier to get them some Yeah, I'm just, you know, you know, Mig's going to be in there tomorrow. We got Sandy tomorrow. I'll give him a breather. Uh, Andy's been going. Uh, so we knew we had Miggy in there tomorrow with the day game. Get those guys out of there and just give them a little rest. I might have alluded to it a bit earlier, but just kind of out of necessity having to bring up a, like a home just because of the injuries we're not just how would you assess is almost not unfair to the guy, but maybe he's not completely ready yet or is it? Yeah, and, and I, I don't say that badly. You do bring guys out of necessity at times, and we've had a lot of injuries to our rotation, uh, our starting pitchers. Uh, even if you if you know this is coming, this day's coming, we probably do some things a little differently uh, with with Trevor possibly or something like that, where you wouldn't you wouldn't put a guy in a position to be flying across the country and pitching, right, in the same day. Uh, so. You don't, you don't want to do it, but like you said, some things just happen and you can't control them and there's not a whole lot you can do about it. That was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the 7 nothing blanking at the hands of the Dodgers last night. Game three of this series comes your way at 4-10 this afternoon. Sandy Alcantara goes opposite of the right-hander Ryan Pepioy. Alcantara looking to continue to write his 2022 Cy Young story. We'll hit the air at 340 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. 
It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.